In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We are a far way off from the triumphant entry at the beginning of this week of our Lord entering into Jerusalem to the shops of children to a great fanfare. Expectation was in the air. And as we've heard the Gospels and the hymns this evening, we see a change in the shouting. We see our Lord, as the Gospels depict him, kind of the still point of a world that's just kind of whirling around him. Almost every sin that you can imagine shows its head in the Gospels that we've read. Betrayal, greed, cynicism, skepticism, a lack of courage, a constant passing of the buck to somebody else, to someone else is responsible. Fear, anger, lies abound, despondency, rejection, abandonment, ironies abound as well. So many times in the gospel, the very obvious truth that's literally standing in front of Pilate is not seen, is ignored, spoken around, about, and our Lord stands saying a few words, or in some certain, certain instances saying nothing. For he's a still point upon which the entire world turns and in the passions, and the craziness, the jealousy, the envy, the betrayal, all of the things. And it's not just the Pharisees, it's not just those in charge, it's Pilate. It's the Romans. It's not just the Sadducees, Pharisees, and the Romans. It's his friends. It's Judas. And as you heard in the hymnody at the beginning of the service, a lot of focus on Judas, and then we kind of, as we went through the Gospels, we started looking at all of the other ways in which Peter himself, also because of his fear, because of his shame, denying who our Lord was, denying who Peter was, and betraying our Lord. Our Lord stands as the still point as everything whirls about, even the violence. The violence against the innocent man. As we heard in the hymnody, one of the hymns just going through every violent act, every wound, everything done to our Lord's body. 
see a serene in Jesus, almost like he's above the fray, because he seems to have complete control of himself. And he does because he is God who knows why he came, what he's doing, where he's going. As we heard in the first gospel, it is his faith, trust, bond, intimacy with the Father that we see throughout the Gospels. Why he went into the desert, into wilderness, to pray. Why he chose who he did, and then bring them in, and then before them praying, as we were brought into that prayer in the reading of the Gospel, to the Father. Because you know, all that occurs, all of the violence, all of the anger, all of the passion swirling about him, it is he who's touching all of it. Who brings us into that still point and complete adherence to the Father, for that is what we are also called to do. For we know that it's our sins why he was crucified. Not for the sake of anyone else, per se, but it's for everyone, and my sin, and your sin. He is always the still point in our life. Not because he stands above the fray, but that he can enter into the depth of all of that violence and craziness and our own violence and craziness and still be able to love us. It is this concern and love for us which is why he wanted to graft us into the vine, why he wants us to abide in him as he abides in the Father so that we can have instead of ourselves spread all over the place, all the time, running after every little thing, that we can be unified internally in union with our Lord, who is in union with the Father. And of course, as Jesus says also in the Gospel, this is the Holy Spirit that empowers all of this. Allowing us to also, as the craziness of the world swirls about us, as our Lord says also in the Gospel, he sends us out into the world. But usually, we are not able to touch that craziness and love and forgiveness and passionlessness. We usually just join the fray. It is always every moment that we have the opportunity to wake up. It is every moment, as we're given so many moments throughout this entire week, that we are able to sing the hymn that we heard that from the Expostolarium. The wise thief, the thief, the one who recognized and saw Christ for who he was. The wise thief, didst thou make worthy of paradise in a single moment, O Lord? 
And it's that single moment, because there's always the moment now, that we have every opportunity to unify ourselves, to step away from that fray instead of like Pilate, you know, saying, what's truth? To unify ourselves with our Lord, even if it means that we are to suffer with him. Not even, that we will suffer with him. Because that suffering, as we were all baptized into his death, so that in the likeness of being baptized with him in his death, we'll be resurrected to eternal life. A single moment. By the wood of thy cross, illumine me as well, and save me. Let us strive with whatever we can bring to the moment that is always present to us, to unify ourselves with the still point, the center of the universe, the creator, the redeemer, the sanctifier of our souls. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.